you know, but like being gluten free, like anytime I get bread of any sort, um, it's like, ooh, a treat, and I just eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you still? I mean, do you still eat bread even though you're gluten free? Well, I mean, it's got to be gluten free bread. Oh, which, okay, I see. Which I is see. really rare that it's good. So yeah, that's true. When I do get it and it's good, it's a treat. <laughs> nice, nice. Do yeah. you bake? Yeah. Uh, no, no. You don't. Okay. I I don't. <laughs> yeah. So you just you just receive. I just the baked receive goods. receive the baked goods. <laughs> uh, I enjoy baking. It. It's very relaxing for me. Yeah, I, 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 it's not for me. I've tried, <laughs> and I, I don't know. Not for me. Yeah, I think I I probably um, picked up, like, over the quarantine life, I think I picked up a little bit more of a love for baking because, you know, you're home so much. So right. there's not a whole lot to do, so I just figured I'd start baking a little bit more. and um, Yeah. I started I'd eating I'd a I'd lot more of my baked goods, too. So <laughs> it didn't, wasn't good. Well, I mean, they if, were good. If, that was the problem. If you bake it, you will eat good. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, well, hey, guys. Um, uh, I am Paul Hannock. I'm digital marketing director here at Intercoastal Net Designs. And I am David Thompson. I'm the director of social media. And welcome to pod our podcast episode 26. Right? 26. 26. Just Look after the silver certificate. Because <laughs> we yeah. call it. Why not? Why not? So it's uh it's beginning of 2021. Uh, I don't know if you're listening now or listening later or or what, but um you know we are in mid February now. Um, big uh, power outages and everything's going and going across the nation. Um, huge snow everywhere. It's uh it's it's definitely um uh, I don't know something to something to really keep you in check, you know, um, there's, there's de- vacation destinations that are great, but, uh, our Midwest is really getting hit, hit hard right now with, um, yeah. you know, natural disasters and stuff. So our hearts go out to you. Um, wish you a, a speedy recovery and everything. Hopefully everything gets back to normal soon. Yeah. Hopefully everyone's staying safe. I mean, I saw that there was uh, snow in Texas, right? Right. right. Is that, that's exactly. not a normal thing. I don't think. No. No, definitely not. Texas normally yeah, doesn't the, get snow. And yeah, and, and you know, that's um got some clients in Texas and and it's 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 been difficult. So we'll 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 see. I mean, we just have to roll with it, you know. That's that's how uh that's how we strive as a, as an industry. We roll with it and adapt. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what um what that does do to um people searching i wonder what sort of effect things like that have i mean if people look in different destinations or if they just hold off or have you seen any sort of trends pop up in the recent yeah days? It, it's it's um not in the recent days but um usually whenever some sort of uh, disaster hits there is a a cusp of uh waiting you know um yeah after hurricanes after well anything that impacts a, a destination it's uh people that are looking into that destination do tend to hold off a bit just to make sure that everything's recovered and back to normal that um you know nothing's going to mess up their stay yeah yeah but it always always comes back you know yeah it always does i mean we see that a lot on the on the coast you know with with hurricane season i mean that's 
Mm. I think everyone forgets that that comes around every year. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, and it always comes back, you know, and there's always people it's, you know, one day it's there and then it leaves and then everyone sort of forgets about it. So, right. Yeah. Yep. And then there's, you know, the ones that don't purchase the travel insurance and, uh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a tough situation. Right, <laughs> <laughs> been in many of those situations um, through social media, actually. Mm. So I yeah. can see that. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, actually, uh, look at that segue. That actually that's on my my question list um, for you today. Uh, I don't know if you if you guys listened before if this is your first time, but we do a quick uh, rapid fire question back and forth to each other real quick. And uh, mine for you, David, is you know. If we have issues like this and, uh, you know, people leave reviews, people are always upset, um, you know, like I said, even though they didn't purchase travel insurance, they still want a refund uh, on something that's out of the company's control. But, um, you know, just generally, how do you deal with noisy people on um, social media? You know, like yeah. the reputation management stuff. Like what what do you what's your what's your thoughts? Best best practice kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a perfect segue. Um, so there's, <laughs> I see it as, um, in my experience, there's normally two types of people. So there's people that just want to make noise um, on a social channel, and normally those are the people that are like, some you know, it could be the smallest issue that happened, and they immediately jump to you know bashing the company, and they automatically want a refund. Um, and then right. there's the other side, which is people that have truly had an issue or a, a bad experience in their eyes, and they just haven't been heard yet. And they've tried to get heard, and um, I mean, it happens. It happens with every company. You know, you, you've got people that that have an issue, and it just they haven't haven't been listened to yet. And for right. whatever reason, you know, it's like the perfect storm, and it happens to them. So it happens all the time. Um, so with both cases, both need to be acknowledged publicly. So don't don't pretend like if you ignore it, if they left a bad review or if they're leaving comments. I, I had a, a client, um, I think last year, um, and they had some people that were just trolling their Facebook page. And they got their mm. family members to start trolling and start leaving bad reviews. And so we actually, had, I brought it up with a Facebook rep and... And I was like, hey, this goes this goes against your guidelines. You know, what can you guys do? And I think it got resolved through Facebook, but that's not always the case. That's not that's a very rare thing that that would actually happen. So before it gets to that point, acknowledge if someone has said something on your on your social channel, whatever it may be, acknowledge them. Just say, hey, I've heard you. Um, I know you exist. Don't don't tell them they're wrong. Don't try and combat them on social media. I think that's what people get wrong is they start to try and have a discussion on the social channel and start to try and like justify where they're coming from. So maybe you've already talked about this issue. Um, Don't don't do that. (laughs) You acknowledge the person, show them that they exist, say, hey, we would love to try and resolve this issue with you. Um, Give us a call try as as best as possible to try and get them on the phone don't do it on social where everyone can see it because once it's there especially if it's in a review it's not going away um right one thing i would tell people is don't try to block people um like on facebook if they've left a review it's not going to work the review is going to stay there so just because you go in and you block someone or you ban them from your page 
Um, now, there, in instances where people are trolling you, you can go and ban them from a Facebook page. But if they've left a review, that's going to stay. So just right. be aware Band of that. Or not, it's gonna, yeah, it's still going to stick. It's not, yeah. it's not a fix. <laughs> no, it's not a fix. But I guess and, you can. Can you can you block them from leaving more reviews or altering their review? I wonder if that's. Um, I don't know about altering the review because I know that's a different like level um, yeah. of response on a business page. But you can keep them from leaving comments. So. That one, right. um, that one noisy person that I was ref- referencing earlier, they were actually going in all the posts that we were posting on Facebook oh. and leaving uh, a, a standard comment of what they thought. And it was like two or three paragraphs mm. long. It was awful. So wow. we had to go in and, and delete those. And it was just, it was bad. It was just bad, you know. And <laughs> right. um, they were a noisy person and it is what it is. Um, so we took the, the appropriate steps to try and deal with that. But yeah, I mean, I would, I would suggest to people get them on the phone. If you can try and get them to reach out to you, or if you know who they are, reach out to them, be proactive and try and have that discussion, um, over the phone and come to some sort of resolution. Don't have that on a social platform, but acknowledge them. Don't act like it's just going to go away. So, um, and then if they, if they start to have an argument on social, don't, um, don't engage <laughs> just you know if they start saying bad things I mean, if it goes against the community guidelines for facebook they're using language or anything like that um facebook will remove comments like that or you can report it um right but yeah i would just say just keep it very um civil and try and take the higher ground and you know don't argue yeah so and it's tough too because i mean it like is you said, once once they're there they're there i mean no matter what yeah. you respond or or whatever you know one of the i guess one of the things that that we notice is we there there are companies out there that have bad reviews and there's no responses to them you know yeah so it looks really bad that, yeah it looks bad it, you know that if they can't respond to bad reviews they're then if i did have a bad experience then they're not going to respond to me either you know, yeah. that's, that's the mentality that, that people have. So yeah, just be on it, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be on it and just acknowledge people. Just acknowledge yeah. that they exist. Because no one wants to be, I mean, even if even if they are being noisy, um, if you see that, I mean, even, you know, if I saw that as a consumer, and I, most most consumers, level mind, level-headed consumers can tell the difference between someone that's just being noisy and someone that actually had an issue. Um, right. So if you just acknowledge them, that's that you know speaks loads to who you are as a company. Right. So, yep. Yep. Anyway, moving on. Now I have a question for you. All so, right, I'm ready. <laughs> my question for you is: What are one or two SEO mistakes you've seen other companies make? Ooh. Uh, you'll have to give me a second on that one. Um. Actually, you know, no, I don't need seconds because I see I see these a lot. <laughs> say, there's got to be a lot out there. Yeah, there is a lot. Um, the, uh, let me think of a couple of big ones though. Um, one of the main one, main ones that uh, comes to mind is lack of attention to um, like keywords. Like uh, a good example would be uh, a destination. And I've spoken about this before and then written about it, but if you're in a um, in a winter destination with mountains, etc., 
usually the term is either lodging or cabins like um you know uh, destination plus cabin rentals destination yeah. plus yeah. lodging well i've seen other companies like go after the word vacation rentals instead or or rentals and with the with the volumes being behind those bigger keywords like lodging or cabins, you know, you, you want to go after that and not focus on the rental side. Now, yeah. for beach destinations, it's a different story. So you, you can't really apply the same principle to as a blanket to every single uh, destination there is because, you know, oceanfront on the east and west coast is different than saying beachfront in the Gulf. So. Yes got to do your keyword research on that stuff and figure out what makes the most sense. And I, I do see that quite a bit. Um, the other part is like regular technical SEO. Now, technical SEO is it's the stuff that nobody sees, right? It's the stuff that, um, you know, we're talking about site structure. We're talking about... Um, uh, schema markup, sitemap XMLs, uh, even even internal linking, things that like I I I just see missed quite a bit, and even canonical tags, stuff like that. All all of those are, are like fall under the technical SEO because the average user doesn't see that stuff. You know, they yeah. don't see content on a page. It's um it's just technical. Uh, and, and that's the stuff that, like, you have to be in this industry for two, three years before you start, like, picking up on technical issues right away. Um, and, you know, that's, that's one of those things that can make or break your site. You know, if, you're, if your canonical tag is wrong on a page, then that's, that's a big issue. Uh, Google's going to, I won't say ding you, but you're not going to get the credit you deserve if you have one little character wrong or you have a slash instead of a no slash and... Just all that kind of stuff. So yeah. you know that th those are two of the big things that I see. Uh, that when we take over accounts, you know, that's uh, that's kind of how it how it boils down to the um, the other one too on the on the pay per click side. Uh, yeah, we just see a lot of wasted money. <laughs> yeah, uh, constantly. Yeah. You know, um, we're all we're all certified. We're all Google Ads certified, and uh, ICND is a Google Premier Partner. Uh, which means we're in the, the top three percentile of all, all Google Premier Partners or Google Partners um, because of the, how we have our account set up, how we have everything structured, um, and, and the work that we do. Um, we keep our accounts optimized as much as we possibly can. And one of the things that we just see, we just see so much wasted spend on things like weather. And we got one, we, we looked at some the other day that were, um, they were bidding on, well, they were showing up and people were clicking on uh, things for funeral homes, uh, baseball really? stadium re related keywords. And it's just because uh, the previous company had thrown in uh, dynamic ads and didn't monitor them the way they should be. And it's just it just turned into a giant um, big waste of money. Oh so, you know, yeah, so they were spending <laughs> money on keywords for funeral homes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. I mean, we're we're talking like one click here and there, and it was you know it had added up to thirty five cents or whatever. But if you do that enough, you know, and you bid on all these these terms that um, 
you don't know you're bidding on and people are are i don't want to say dumb enough to click on them they will yeah it will hinder you know the the entire experience if somebody clicks on the ad and clicks the back button and google sees that then that kind of dings your account a little bit because you didn't provide what they were looking for yeah so well it all adds up yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the algorithms are only as smart as the people that program them, and they can't think of everything. You know, yeah. it, it's it's not – Google is uh, – we, we it's, it's just – I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it's, it's very powerful, but they do get it wrong. And when they get it wrong, to, it, it that, affects Paul. us. <laughs> that's heresy uh, oh why are there black minivans showing up at my house right now yeah, i was gonna say don't you know you're being listened to <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah and i think you were saying some terms too um just on like the mistakes and stuff i mean there's probably a good amount of listeners listening right now that don't necessarily know what a canonical tag is Right. They have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, there are a lot of technical things. When I said it, it does add up. All those tiny little technical things that we do add up. They make a huge difference, but it's all these, these things that you have to know that you have to be in the industry in order to, to know, because it's not just apparent. It's not just going to appear and be like, oh, you need to do this. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And we've learned how to do this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's what the seo people that is what they live eat and breathe is seo yeah so yep 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 so so on to the tool of the day uh we always come up with um some sort of a of cool tool that you guys can use and um here's a free one and this is getting into a little bit into the technical seo side um it's a chrome plugin and it's called Keywords Everywhere. So, you know, if you if you know how to use Chrome and install plugins, then, uh, or sorry, extensions. Everything's got a term. Um, you, can, <laughs> you can find this, again, called Keywords Everywhere. And what it does is when you search for something on Google, well, it does a lot of things, but uh, the free portion of it is when you search for something on Google, over on the right, it's going to show you a few different things. So it's going to show you uh, related keywords and it's also going to show you what other people search for so why is this important so let's say that we we search for um, Gatlinburg cabin rentals well it's going to give you suggestions on other things that people might be searching for right well as I said before you would have to look at um, like things like volumes, importance, and and whatnot to really base your SEO movement around. Well, when you have this related keywords and people also search for, it gives you a clue of what people are actually typing into Google that you might not have think of, might not have thought of. <laughs> <laughs> so like examples, um, Related keywords are Pigeon Forge Cabin Rentals, Smoky Mountain Cabin Rentals, Cheap Cabin Rentals, and Gatlinburg. Um, And then Gatlinburg Cabins Availability. Uh, Here's another Cheap Cabins in Gatlinburg. 
So people are looking for the word cheap. We see that in every, every actually cheap yeah. is a big keyword in all destinations. And it's one of those to where you, you'd like to rank for it, but you don't want to degrade your, your website, or your content <laughs> or anything like that by labeling yourself as cheap, right? It's one of those catch 22s. Yeah. So, but, um, there's also the, the people also search for section where this gets a little bit more granular. Um, this one has suggestions like two bedroom cabins in Gatlinburg or cabins for two in the Smoky Mountains. Um, there's even some specific uh, cabin names in here. Um, Jasmine's Treehouse. Um, Air, well, here's an Airbnb Gatlinburg. Um, Antebellum's discount code. <laughs> so these are all like the same style of, of searches. Now, some of these might not apply to you, but it gives you an insight on what people are looking for. So it, it's, um, it's a helpful guide to where when you're writing content on your website and hint that's coming up in a minute, <laughs> then this is a good tool to use to really get some semantically related keywords onto your, your pages and your content. And also maybe build out pages that you might not have thought about. So on to our topic of the day. Five things you, capital U, can do to improve your website's ranking. Um, <laughs> so Paul, why don't you take the first one? Yeah, so these are um, like non-technical things. Uh, some of it is, is um, you know, you don't need any any experience with uh, web hosts or learning how to code or anything like that. These are things that Google looks at on a regular basis and are still important. So that's why that's what we mean by you, property managers. This is stuff you could do your website to help it along and get Google to notice you. <laughs> you. So number one, uh, make sure. All of your key pages have content on them. Um, what I mean by that, and we'll, let's start off with a key page. Key page means a, a very important page on your website. So let's say we are talking about, again, let's use Gatlinburg cabin rentals. So whenever you do uh, build, build out specific pages, you know, if you have one dedicated search page and let's say you've got some cabins in Pigeon Forge and you have cabins in Gatlinburg, you need two separate pages for both of those. Now, yeah. you know, that's that's those are two big search terms, right? So looking at this, um, this keywords everywhere, you know, we we have some suggestions here um, that, you know, could help us along. But most importantly think about what people are asking you for on the phone what kind of amenities are they looking for right so you know things like um ski and ski out or um with with a beautiful view you know don't rely just on these tools use your own like internal however you want to describe it you know you've been yeah. in this industry for a while you've heard what people ask for so when you build out pages and don't go crazy with this you know when you build out pages um, you know, you want to make sure that you have content on them, not just a, a title at the top and then the listings, because that has no context, right? You need, you need content. Yeah. Um, so I'm talking about paragraphs and maybe do a video, uh, nothing too crazy. 
Yeah, so I was gonna I was gonna ask a question real quick. So how much content? What's what's right. too much, and then what's not yeah. enough? Yeah. So that like so th- there that goes. <laughs> that's a good question because when you hear content is king, you think okay, well, the more the better, right? So uh, yeah. I want as much as I possibly can, and I want it all. Well, you know there there's that fine line between user experience and content. So, you know, if you've got a boatload of content at the top of the page and you're forcing the user to scroll down quite a bit, especially on a phone, in order to get to the search results themselves, then that's probably too much content. You know, you have to marry up keeping people on your site versus providing Google with enough context and information. And when you start noticing your user experience is kind of going downhill then because of the amount of content, then you have to make, um, uh, you know, adjustments and pivot and figure out the best way to, um, to marry those two together. So how much is subjective, <laughs> yeah. but it's one of those to where you're, you just have to use your best judgment and then ask your staff, ask your family members, you know, what do you like and dislike about this page? And if they say, you know, there's too many words on it, then, you know, you're gonna have to figure out how to trim it down and, or, um, you know, have a, have a happy medium there. So, yeah. Well, that's one of the things. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So one of the things we do is, um, you know, on mobile, um, you know, and we know people don't read and they don't care to read. So yeah. on, on mobile, uh, we, we do a jump to where when the page loads, it actually goes straight to the search results uh, and, and skips, quote unquote, the content. So Google actually sees it all, but it just moves the page down automatically on your phone to, for them to just to start looking at the properties so they, they don't have to scroll past anything. So yeah. satisfies both the user and Google. Yeah. When you brought up a good point, too, of um, having other people look at it and test it. Um, Yeah. Because I think that there's a huge disconnect from what, you know, being in the business, um, you think a certain way. So, like, you think that, well, everyone should know, like, where this is at or what exactly I'm talking about or this isn't enough. They need to know all this information. Um, And that's probably you thinking. That's not necessarily the consumer thinking. So that kind of leads into the next one is um, build key pages based on what people actually search for. So, and I think there's a a big distinction there, not necessarily what you think, but build them off what people are actually searching for. If people are searching for, you know, pet friendly, then build key pages off of that because you want to build it off the data. So, yeah. 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 That's a good point. And, and that's, that's where it kind of, pays to pay (laughs) what I mean by that is you know these the the tools that are out there that you might have at your disposal um like this this keywords everywhere for example it doesn't tell you search volumes unless you unless you pay so you don't know how many people are searching for this um two-bedroom cabin rentals or pet-friendly cabin rentals or ski and ski out you know it, it doesn't tell you how many it just tells you that those are related keywords so you do need to either hire a company or uh, use tools that you can get some volumes so that you can decide which pages, which key pages to build. Yeah. Next one is um, use these semantically related keywords in your content. So 
using the tool that I just mentioned, Keywords Everywhere, it's like I'm plugging in them for some reason. They haven't paid us, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored hashtag. Um, the, using that, 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 that tool, you can see the, the related keywords. So Google's algorithm kind of, uh, it thinks about how people search and uses that, how people I don't know how people think, I guess you could say. They're in your brain. They're in your mind. <laughs> it uses that info and um, and looks at your page to see if you have these related keywords on your page. Now, a, a good example is um, a, one that I always use. And if you, if you Google how to pressure wash a house, you'll see one of the top search results is a big, big, big article, right? And this article... Um, more like a page, but it's, it's dedicated to everything, everything related to pressure washers, um, how to clean your house. We're talking about gallons per minute, charts, graphs, uh, pressure washer sizes, PSI, uh, chemicals to use, chemicals to not use, everything related to pressure washing your house. And why does it rank so well? Well, because it has semantically related keywords based on everything somebody might search for surrounding a topic so if you can if you can satisfy everything surrounding a topic then that's how you're going to rank but this goes back to the uh, question of how much content is too much so yeah. again that's one of those things that you have to marry up <laughs> yeah you have to make sure that you do it right um, what we see though actually uh, is is quite interesting because you don't have to have a whole lot of content on a page to get it to rank, but it is good to have other pages, other supporting pages that link to that main page that you're trying to get to rank. Now that main page you want to get to rank is always going to be a search results page because that's the page that has the action on it that people are taking. So it, it's, it's one of those to, uh, yes, you need to go in there and use these related keywords and put it in, put it in your content and um, that'll help. That'll definitely help because you are satisfying Google's eyes for looking that you are covering all your bases. I'm doing a whole bunch of air quotes here. <laughs> covering all your bases. <laughs> I can tell. I honestly could <laughs> Thank tell. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the listeners can too. Uh, I don't know. If you've listened to us enough, you, you know when I when I air quote in my voice. <laughs> but um, that, that'll satisfy what Google's looking for. Uh, and really, really help you um, get the get the rankings you deserve, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to um, search pressure washing your house because I actually do have to pressure wash my house this summer. Right, right. So well, there you go. Very so you're interested gonna, in you're that page a, now. So I'm gonna yeah. have to check it out. <laughs> you're gonna so. see it and you're gonna be like, whoa, that's a lot of <laughs> info. <laughs> uh, number four thing that you can do. Um, would be utilize your social channels. Of course, I'm going to throw something out about social media to create yeah. social indicators for search engines. Um, be sure to share those pages and don't forget to use some hashtag guys. You can use um, hashtag expert. We mentioned that in the last episode um, if you're struggling with coming up with some hashtags. Um, but yeah, um, social channels, uh, posting on those and being active on those actually sends indicators to search engines um, and will help you rank higher for your business. So, yeah. so you want to make sure your social channels are in order. Um, like 
basic information like your website URL and your address and all sorts of good stuff, phone number, all that stuff, because that really does help. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Google crawls that stuff too and sees that you know all your information is consistent across the board. Yep. So that's besides just being active on there, you gotta have your information correct in every category that you can filled out about your business. Yeah. Big stuff. So number five, the last one, go on the hunt. That's the it. Hunt. That's it. Just, I'm just going to leave that. Go on the hunt. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so what, what, uh, we all know or should know that links are one of the biggest factors when it comes to ranking. And not all links are created equal. No. What we found is links that are from local businesses and local, um, local, uh, even if it's unrelated, L- like you're a vacation round company and you've got a link from a water sports, uh, website that they do, you know, banana boat rides or parasailing, whatever. And you've got a link from, from that, you know, it's always good to have re- related links as far as the, um, topic. So, they might not have anything to do with vacation rentals, but they have things to do with your local area. Yeah. So if you can, like, I would say reach out to local businesses, talk to them, uh, get trade some deals back and forth. Hey, we'll give away some of your coupons at check-in or, or something like that. Just, um, you know, but do you mind uh, just helping us out, put um, put our our link on your website as uh, you know a preferred partner or, or something like that just just work something up um, yeah just to just to try to get an in now we we always preach you know one of the one of the I guess that the biggest things is the links and if you can get some good local business links then that's really gonna help really gonna help yeah and it's just good business in general yeah, right, exactly, exactly. You know, meeting other business owners and, you know, shows that you're involved, that you're right. there. Yeah, imagine imagine the um, – so, so so we've got a, a um, Jane Doe that is at this parasailing company, and she had a bad experience with Company X that she is currently staying with, and she is noisily bashing them on social media and she's talking about it with everybody that she knows, including the parasail guy who really doesn't care, but he knows that your company, Company Y, yeah. is on their website. So there's a word of mouth referral right there if that um, the parasail guy, you know, hey, yeah, try uh, blah, blah, blah next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so it, it has a twofold approach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it, there's just so many, um, so many ways that you can, you know, improve your website's ranking. Um, a lot of it is technical. A lot of it is about content. A lot of it is about links. Um, you know, page speed's one of those big things that everybody talks about. That um, you know, it's so it's, it, it it's 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 not in the top five. Uh, I'm I'm yeah. sorry, but uh, there's been been studies done and and you know there are dings that google will give you but you've got to have a really really bad score before you can uh really blame page speed on anything um we've seen questions asked and and studies done in in the seo industry and you know yeah you can get dinged for page speed but 
you've got to it's got to be bad <laughs> yeah it's got to be bad before google will will really give you a a a slap on the wrist so yeah well these are good five things i think you can spend a lot of time um as a vacation rental manager um on these five things and i think you can actually see a difference um, yeah from implementing some of these things so and hey give these things to your um your staff during the downtime you know uh you know when, when the phones aren't ringing and they're sitting yeah. around these are all things that you can have reservation agents um you know anybody anybody can can do this stuff um, yeah it's it's uh just having that that flow and able to to really pinpoint what is important and what's not is you know that comes with experience and um that comes with um i c and d Ooh, there's my <laughs> oh. <shameless> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i honestly i didn't see that one coming i didn't see that <laughs> look at that yeah <laughs> and if you want to dedicate more time um to things that you can improve not just these five things i know we talked about this on the last episode but just in case you missed it um, we actually have a checklist with 59 not 60 but 59 of our top <laughs> tips and tricks um, so if you're curious about maybe your strategy for 2021 or you just want to improve, um, definitely check out this checklist. You can find it at icnd.net slash checklist, or you can just go to the um, notes from this episode and we will have a link there for you. Um, and you can click the link in the description. So yeah, yeah that's again, that's so icnd. Interesting. Oh, go ahead. It, sorry, I was just, I was gonna. Inter <laughs> interestingly enough, um, you know we have we have fifty nine, not sixty, and we've made jokes about that before. However, uh, there was a quick study done that um, subject lines. There's two parts to this. Subject lines that start with a number have increased open rates. For example, uh, for emails, I'm talking about. <laughs> sorry, um, like uh, if you do a 20% off uh, stays for the summer or 10% off or anything like that. Yeah. The, the they those have a bigger open rate. But here's the more more interesting part. Non-rounded numbers also have a better open rate than rounded numbers. Really? So if you if you say 22% rather than 25%, you might have a better open rate. Interesting. <laughs> That's really interesting. So Try that out, guys, um, and and report back to us, um, and we'll, we'll see, you know, if that's uh, true for the vacation rental industry or not. I will say so, it, it bugs my OCD quite a bit. I will say. Oh that. yeah, right. Like right? thirteen instead of ten, or thirteen instead of fifteen. I'm like, uh, you know, it's just. But are, okay, are you intrigued? I am intrigued enough to click. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> right. <laughs> But do you click on it though? Do you click on it because oh, yeah, you're absolutely. Oh, I'm a sucker there you for go. things like that. E any link yep. that's like, you know, 10, 10 things or, you know, 13 or top 13, whatever. I'm right. A big right. sucker for those. So we, we should have done a, a top six. We should have. <laughs> Come on, Paul. <laughs> Look at that. See? Learn as you go. Learn as you go. But yeah, it's interesting because I always, always open the, um, the oops you messed up. Or yeah. oops, we messed up subject lines. Those are those are the good ones because oh, what they mess up on? Am I going to get something free? <laughs> so, <laughs> I have seen so, those before. That's always yeah. That's those, always those funny, especially good. when it, the bigger the company, the the funnier it gets. I feel like. Oh yeah, 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 yep, yeah. 
So throw those in for some some personality uh, and and see what happens, guys. Um, if you've got that that mentality that uh, you know have that that personal touch out there, then then give it a whirl. You know, I mean, what, what's yeah. it gonna hurt? Yeah, you know. exactly. What could go wrong? <laughs> what could go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, guys, um, that's all we had for today. If you have any questions from us, or you have any comments or thoughts. You can find us on Facebook at Intercoastal Net Designs, Twitter at Intercoastal, or you can email us podcast at icoastalnet.com. And until next time, bye. See you.